Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for February the 1st in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our two of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. As you know, we reject revolution. Unless it's the Jesus Revolution, then we're in. Actually, we stand for the peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Last hour, we had on Brian Rust, RustCoinandGift.com, and we really talked about honest money. And we talked about the economics of fake news when they have a Federal Reserve system that literally manipulates the interest rates, violating the free market of supply and demand. And when they really create money out of thin air via printing press, criminal money creation, um, they have a monopoly on money, and they've created monopoly money. And between those two things, they have created the economics of fake news. And they say we're peddling fake news? Good luck. Let's throw down and have a, you know, a truth-telling session, shall we? All right. Without, without further ado, our guest, Pamela Romney Openshaw, is with us. She's an author and a speaker. Her website, promisesofthe-constitution.com. And we had her on, and we talked about her book a couple of weeks ago, but we got her back because we want to discuss the World Economic Forum and what happened over at Davos. America was profoundly conservative in its origin. Christian principles were woven into our founding documents and into our historical heritage, if you will. Changes are coming now as we switch the emphasis away from those founding fundamental principles to more of an extreme global governance view and uh, principles and ideas that do not follow the checks and balances of the Constitution and the proper role of limited government. America stands today, ladies and gentlemen, at a critical turning point. Two philosophies are happening, the conservative and the progressive, and they're literally taking these discussions to the World Economic Forum. Now, we played yesterday Heritage Foundation or Heritage Actions President Dr. Kevin Roberts he calls out global elitists in Davos at the World Economic Forum. He spoke there, and he basically said, look, you guys are clowns. Everything you're doing is wrong. Uh, you know what? Shame on all of you. You're peddling fake news on the economy, on climate change, on this and that, on health issues. It's a disgrace. And he, he really read them the riot act. There's a video out that we played yesterday about this. That sets the stage for uh, Pamela to really kind of lay this out for us in a meaningful way. Keeping our eyes on Davos is important. Now, part of the reason that I don't cover it usually as much as uh, others do is because really it's the same thing. You've got a bunch of unelected global elites that meet together and they discuss the policies of the world and then shove them down the throats of governments with participating elected government officials. So Joe Biden supposedly was elected. He's now shoving this health code discussion, global health control, down our throats. And the whole quest is for Congress to try to stop criminal Joe from doing this. That's what's going on. And so the World Economic Forum really is the incubator for a lot of what happens and what comes to a, quote, government theater near you, so to speak. 
Pamela, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. I, uh, I very much appreciate what you had to say. I totally agree with your introduction there. Wonderful. So the World Economic Forum, you've kind of been an author and written about these very topics for quite some time. So it's interesting to see, um, you know, a, a professional writer and speaker such as yourself and then uh, see your kind of assessment on what they're doing versus how you've laid out the arguments in your book and, and in all your writings and speeches. You're right. Um, I've been watching what they've been doing. Um, climate change, of course, is their great weapon. That's the way they're going to improve the world. That's the way they're going to make all of us more responsible. They're going to take control of what the world is doing, uh, make decisions for us. Their basic mentality is that they are the possessors of truth and that the rest of us don't know anything and that we are supposed to be sheep that follow along after them. Uh, the mentality is disgusting but it's also a complete violation of individual freedoms. I mean, what is the world about? It's about each one of us having the opportunity to live according to our principles, to make our own choices, uh, to have the, the freedom in a nation that provides structure through its laws. That's what the Constitution is all about. It provides that framework for us to be able to operate from. And when these globalists step in and decide that they will make the choices and that we will be left without the choices and that it's our responsibility to simply do what we're told to do, freedom perishes, prosperity perishes, and we will all of us really suffer under that. That is the whole progressive mentality just wrapped up right there. Um, People, keep your mouths shut, listen to what your leaders tell you to do, go forward with what the leaders say, and all will be happy. Have no property, and when you have no property, you will be happy. That's basically the progressive mentality. And I detail all of that in my book, uh, Parallels in, excuse me, <laughs> I'm getting the wrong book there, uh, The Great Conflict, Conservative versus Progressive, available on my website. Um, I go into 15 different aspects of that in the culture uh, and trace the origins of conservative and progressive philosophies so that people can see the difference between the two um, and then trace it into all those different aspects. All right. I've got a soundbite from Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum that I want to play. He's literally talking about elections and says, you don't need elections anymore. We got this for you. AI can just, you know what? coordinate the next leader and that sounds insane it's in the uh, the folder there liz klaus schwab All right so uh, he basically literally is telling you that elections are going to be a relic of the past if these global elites get their way here he is and then we'll get pamela's response so technology now is and uh, digital technologies mainly have an analytical power now we go into a predictive power, and we have seen the first examples, and your company very much involved into it. But since the next step could be in, to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means um, uh, you, you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict what, uh, predict, and afterwards you can say, why do we need elections? Because we know what the result will be. Pamela, do you want to respond to this clown? This guy's seriously talking to global elites. He's not joking. He's serious. 
they've got the technology. They can just, you don't even need to vote anymore, Pam. You can just sit down and get on the government gravy train and, and they'll just literally coordinate the next leader because AI would have done what's right anyway, right? That's this guy's assertion and he's serious about it. I know he's serious and it's very frightening when you take a look at what they're doing. The, the belief system is we who are leaders have all of the answers. All we want you to do is follow along. That's what he's talking about, a prescriptive system there. Um, we've already figured out what's going to happen, that all the right people are in place, all the right programs are in place. All the people need to do is to simply sit back, follow the prescription that we are, de- that we are designating for the people. I find that to be most alarming. But one of the things that's happening in this whole thing with the um, with these uh, government leaders, business leaders, and leaders in the, in the cultural world stepping forward is that they're taking control of our food supply. I've done a lot of looking at what's happening with the food supply, though they didn't specifically deal with that very much at the Davos conference. They talked a great deal about climate change, and the climate change concept is we will take control of the planet to do what's in its best interest, and they are now moving to take control of our land, our water, our food, our seeds, our fertilizers, and ultimately all of the property that we own. That's terrifying to me. I don't know how to respond to this um, exactly because, you know what, the global elites have been at this for a long time. They have, Satan, yeah. Satan is their leader, and when Cain killed Abel, it kind of kicked off the, the rebellion, if you will, back in the early days. And, you know, um, and it, they've been at it ever since to create this global tyranny, to create this, this they're the elite class, and they control the world. And every time they really push for it, they fail. Uh, they've failed for thousands of years. Now it feels like they're probably going to get their prize. Now that's what you believe if you don't have hope in Christ. But if you believe in hope in Christ, then you say, look, we know that, you know what, George Washington's vision makes sense. The Savior of the world uh, will perform his central role. Uh, this is a battle between good and evil, and evil will lose. Just make sure we're on the right side. And I agree with all of that. But when we come back, I want to ask Pamela, how do we deal with this foreign crisis versus the domestic crisis? Where do we put our time and our talents? How do we make a difference? And how does that relate to the economic forum? We'll talk about it in seconds with Pamela Openshaw on... Liberty Roundtable Live. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey. Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pamela Openshaw with me. We're talking about the World Economic Forum that took place in Davos a couple of weeks ago. Pamela is an author and a speaker. To learn more about her incredible work, promisesoftheconstitution.com. That's promisesoftheconstitution.com. And really, America was profoundly conservative. But you know what? We're at a crossroads. America stands today at a critical turning point. Two philosophies, conservative and progressive. And the first thing you've got to do, really, as far as I can tell, is you've got to study and pray so that you know what's going on before you can do anything about it. Pamela? I agree with that. You know, we talk about what can be done to to uh, try to slow down or block it to intervene with this process that's taking place. We don't have the capacity to change what's happening on the global scene. Um but we do have the opportunity to change what's happening on our local scene. So you asked me that question before we went to the break. What do we do about this situation from a global perspective and also from a national perspective? And the answer to that is for us to act as individuals on the individual stage. You mentioned prayer and study. Can't go to any better places than that. We trust that God is our designer, our maker, and that he stands ready to assist us. And I'm grateful that you brought that up. Prayer is an important part of what we need to do. We need to be praying as individuals, as couples, as families, in congregations, in any time we have the opportunity. We need to be pleading with God to help us work our way through these problems that are besetting the culture. That's our greatest source of help. But next, beyond that, we as individuals need to take action because we need to study. That was what was behind my work. When I wrote my last book, The Great Conflict, Conservative versus Progressive, we went in and we looked at the culture, what's happening in the culture. Progressivism is this web that's, that's, that's uh, being interwoven through all the parts of our culture. And as we begin to understand that, we can fight it. But if we don't study, if we don't make ourselves aware of it, we can't, we can't stop it and we can't intervene in this process. But after we've done the prayer, after we've done the study, then we need to act. And there are a great many things that we can do. One of those is to talk to our legislators. Our greatest ability to make change is to act 
at the individual level. We can act as individuals to protect ourselves, but we can also speak out to our state representatives. We can make our will known to them. We can let each one of those individuals that represent us at our state legislature know who and what we are, what we think, what we want. We can encourage others to do the same. And then as we can intervene in, at that state level, then we set the pattern for the nation. If the states will demand appropriate action, then we can begin to make a difference in the country. And as we make a difference in the country, we have the hope of pulling back from this this horrible menagerie of evil that's settling into the world. Well, sadly, ladies and gentlemen, it seems to me that we have kind of been derelict in our duty as citizens for quite some time in terms of we've just let the politicians kind of run things and kind of stayed out of it. And we've let the federal government kind of take over the role of the states and turn them into political subdivisions. And we've kind of allowed things just to run amok. And we're now starting to see Americans get involved. You know, when mom goes down to the school board and says, listen, I don't want you to teach Johnny these perverted issues related to sex and transgenderism or this, uh, you know, global warming or climate change discussion or, um, you know, these issues with climate change or whatever. I don't want Johnny learning that. And they say all the way down to the local level, hey, mom's a terrorist. We're really seeing who's who right now. And Americans are waking up and the states are waking up too. look at the border issue. The states are going 25 states are agreeing with Texas going, look, Joe. This is out of control and you can't do this. And the states do have power, do have sovereignty, do have authority. And that's kind of really the key. Well, as individuals, when we step forward to take action, I think it's important that we do it in the right way. So as we watch these excerpts on the news of individuals who go before school boards and the like, we often hear contention. It's been my position, and I would encourage others to think about this, when you go before anyone to protest what's happening, you need to be respectful as an individual. You need to be clear. You need to be as pleasant as possible. You need to state your case very clearly, but don't go in an adversarial spirit. Start making the difference in your attitude and how you treat others, and then carry that into your legislature through your comments and ask your legislature and encourage them to carry it forward to a national level. So at least as we step forward and take action, let's do it appropriately. Let's do it as people who care, who are honest, who are straightforward, who have integrity and honesty in what we do. And this is what we request. We are requesting that you give us the agency and the freedom that we were given under our constitution, under our inspired founding fathers, and under the God who presided over all of this. And that takes us right back into conservative action. Because God is, if you, if you look at the principles God put on the earth, they always lead to this conservative behavior that gives the individual freedom, that gives the individual responsibility. I love, I love studying that entire system and seeing, just coming to a better understanding of what God has actually given us with freedom and government. And I think a lot of the studying can happen by reading books. It can happen by reading the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the Federalist Papers, the Anti-Federalist Papers, uh, reading books called The Enemy Hath Done This or um, This Nation Shall Endure or, you know, um, The Constitution, Heavenly Banner. I mean, those are great starting points. Uh, There's books like Creature from Jekyll Island that'll catch you up on the Federal Reserve and the the criminal activity that took place there to create dishonest money uh, and challenge the honest money of the Constitution. 
uh, there's a lot of places to go to get information, but I submit to you that radio is one of the best places to go to. What we do on Liberty Roundtable Live is we collate all the different experts and bring them into the roundtable and sit down and talk about these things. And so you get kind of a clarity of reality when, when you can discuss these things openly and clearly. And that's one of the things that's being challenged in America, too. Anytime you want to speak out openly and clearly, they're like, oh, you're peddling fake news. Uh, oh, you're not allowed to say that. Oh, um, you're a bad guy. You must be a this or a racist or a that. Or a, and they use all these labels to to really their goal is to get you to disengage and say, I can't trust anybody and I won't study and I'm just going to bury my head in the sand and in fear. And then they're like, hey, we got the we're coming by with a caravan of solutions. Jump aboard the whatever train. Uh, and Americans need to be wise enough to go, no, I'm not trading my liberty for security. No, I don't believe in dishonest money. Uh, yes, I expect the checks and balances to be honored horizontally and vertically in this country. And I do mean to chain men and women down with the Constitution. That's what the proper role of government is all about. And we the people can live self-governed lives in a meaningful way. Uh, and we do that by prayer to get guidance from God and study to understand the framework in which we live and then action to have our influence felt to the best of our ability. And I don't need I to change the world by three o'clock, Pamela, but I can do my part, <laughs> right? Oh, you're, you're cutting that pretty close. I always say we don't need to change the world by a week from Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And there are a great many people that are beginning to see what's happening in the nation. A lot of them are speaking out. You, you have websites, you have uh, podcasts, you have blogs, you have books such as mine that are, that are coming out on the market now. People... People are speaking out. They're saying, no, we don't want leaders who have placed themselves in position of power to take over with what's happening in this government. We want to live by the Constitution of the United States, inspired by God, inspired by our founding fathers. We don't want to be um, talking about individuals in it like the 1619 Project uh, in the schools, which has no foundation whatsoever. We don't want to be um, holding up as examples to our society those who are doing the wrong things we want to be talking about those that are doing the right things and we want to talk about the philosophy that underlaid all of that which is the conservative philosophy that incorporates christian principles when you go through the constitution of the united states you find that it is just literally rich with the principles that jesus christ has taught and so if people will start connecting what God has given us with what they're seeing going on in the culture, they can begin to identify the errors that are motivating people. And then they can begin to see true principles that we should be turning to. Let's talk a little bit about the food crisis about to happen. Now, here's what's interesting to me about the food crisis or the uh, global warming or whatever you want to call it, climate change crisis. These are manufactured scare tactics. All right. Is it true that the earth warms up every day? Yes. Every night it cools off. Is it true that there's seasonal you know, cycles as well? Absolutely. Is it true that there's bigger cycles than that? Yes. Is it true that the economy changes? Yes. Is it true that we have a global warming crisis? No. Is it true that they even have the facts? No. They have these computer models that do nothing but guesswork. And when my phone app tells me that it's not going to rain till five tonight and it's noon and I'm sitting out in the rain... Uh, I'm kind of going, okay, how are you going to predict more? You can't even predict what's happening in this very second, much less tell me what the future looks like. So really their goal is control and propaganda. The propaganda feeds the control. 
And their goal is to say, look, we've got a crisis here. It's like a Hegelian dialectic. And you know what? Everything is bad. The only answer is more government. We can protect you better. You can trade your liberty for security. Don't worry. It'll be fine. And that is the big lie on the stage today, whether it be global warming, whether it be the food crisis. They're creating the food crisis as we speak. They're taking corn, and they say, oh, put it in your gas. So now you can drive around hungry, Pamela. Isn't that great? <laughs> See, these people are oh. crazy. They're absolutely just, derelict and crazy. We just, uh, you know, you could laugh if it wasn't so darn serious. Um, so the, the, the whole concept with the global warming situation is to take control of what people are doing, to control the environment, uh, to control, you know, all aspects of it. Where are you going to live? What are you going to drive? All of those kinds of things. So, yeah, we need to talk about that. That's pretty serious. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. Pamela opened shot with me. We're talking about Davos and what happened there. Klaus Schwab went off the rails. So did many other people. They really want to create a food crisis. We'll tell you about it in seconds. Promises of the Constitution.com on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson declares a bipartisan border bill anticipated to clear the U.S. Senate is still unlikely to progress in the U.S. House. During his inaugural floor speech as Speaker, Johnson accused the Biden administration of attempting to transfer responsibility for the border crisis onto Congress. There have been more than 7 million encounters with illegal aliens just at our southern border alone. Despite President Biden expressing willingness to close the U.S.-Mexico border with congressional authorization, Johnson contends that such authority is unnecessary for the president. Interest rates are staying the same for now. The Federal Reserve has decided to keep interest rates unchanged, citing improved consumer confidence and a deceleration in inflation. Following the announcement, Fed Chair Jerome Powell did express concern about persistently high inflation and acknowledged the uncertain trajectory ahead. My colleagues and I remain squarely focused on our dual mandate to promote maximum employment and stable prices for the American people. The economy has made good progress toward our dual mandate objectives. The Federal Reserve aims to reduce inflation to a target of 2%. They are scheduled to meet again in March. I'm John Schaefer. Former President Trump is considering hiring a new lawyer to appeal the verdict in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case. Following a New York City jury's decision to instruct him to pay over $83 million to the writer for defaming her in 2019, when he denied allegations of sexual assault in the 90s, Trump posted on Truth Social he's in the process of selecting a new law firm to represent him. An ongoing exchange of prisoners between Russia and Ukraine is in progress. Officials from both countries have reported the return of over 200 Ukrainian service members in exchange for 195 Russian soldiers. This is USA News. Attention, this is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. 
We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. Remember, we only get paid if you win your case. There are many reasons and conditions that may make you eligible for disability benefits. Many of them you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call now to get started with your free, no-obligation consultation. 800-362-9337. 800-362-9337. That's 800-362-9337. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem? Well, it's just not working. She's been very unrealistic. Really? Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Well, this isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm. All right, I'm not as young as I used to be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes, try it. Okay. All right, go on, take her hand. Careful, little oil. Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, look into each other's eyes. That's right, raise your visor. Oh, the blue dear. For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. Promises of the Constitution.com. Pamela Openshaw with us, author, speaker, educator, and more. We're talking about the World Economic Forum, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about how they're using climate change to literally deceive the people. Okay, they can't even tell you if it's going to rain today. If you don't believe me, oftentimes go, you know, stand out in the rain and have your phone app say, hey, it's not supposed to rain for a couple of hours. Then you'll kind of get what I'm saying. And they want you to believe they can somehow project the future. And they know for sure based on their computer models in the future that they're accurate and correct, even though they can't even really tell you the weather weather today. Uh, And then in addition to that, then what they say is, it's you that caused all this crisis. Your existence on the planet caused all this. Uh, and the government's the only thing that can save you, Pamela. That's really their premise, right? It is. Um, anyone that's observed the situation with what the kind of control the government exercises uh, begins to get the idea that there's some great fallacy going on there. 
the purpose of the Constitution, the reason that this country was created as a nation was to allow individuals to make their own choices. That does not mean that we um, subscribe to the progressive mentality where the leaders make the decisions and tell the rest of us what to do. One of my real concerns, you mentioned the food situation. Um, we've been studying this lately, and the the control that's being exercised into our food supply is becoming very frightening. When I first began hearing about this, what, a year ago, two years ago, something like that, I thought, oh, you know, this is worrisome, but, but hopefully this is not going to progress. Well, it is progressing. We have ownership of the land being taken over by about 25 or 30 major families uh, in the United States, people with an immense amount of money who are buying up land. Yeah, Bill um, Gates, chief among them. Yes, Bill Gates is one of them. But unfortunately, the Chinese Communist Party is another one of the purchases of our purchases of our land. These people are looking for not only land that will benefit them in in the right areas and the right places, but they're looking for land that has uh, some substantial water access to it. So they're not after just the land so that they can grow crops or just own it or just restrict it or whatever their their um, profound and, and deeply disturbing um, ideas are, but they also want to control the water supply that's underneath it. And the 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 bottled water concept, the fact that people are now purchasing water in these thin little plastic bottles that pollute the water with all the toxins from the plastic itself. People are buying their water and drinking it this way instead of through the normal means, through the taps in, in your home and such as that. But they're stripping water from land all over the United States. There are areas in the United States where uh, there are great water aquifers underneath the, the land. And in some of those areas, the land is dropping as much as one foot per year when they pull the water out from underneath and the land then begins to collapse around it and then the infrastructure is affected. We are taking major rivers and we're pulling millions of gallons worth of water out of these rivers so that we could stick all of this in, in plastic bottles. We have um, something like 3 billion gallons of water withdrawn from the environment just in California alone over one of the recent years. I mean, we're destroying our water supply. If you destroy the water supply, then the land is going to be basically useless to you. You've got to have the aquifers under the land in order to provide water so that water comes from beneath the dirt up through the surface of the dirt as well as the rain that falls through the sky and hits the land and waters it from above and so i'm i'm very concerned about that we also have uh, seeds that have been patented uh, you can buy those seeds but you have to sign a document stating that you will not replant those seeds um, and you can be prosecuted if you do that but in the process of it was Monsanto was the company that began uh, doing this patenting thing with the seeds, although they've now been purchased, by the way, by Bayer, um, our, our friendly Bayer aspirin type company has purchased them. But um, farmers with fields next to these patented seeds are now being prosecuted if the wind blows seeds onto their soil or if the birds drop seeds onto their soil 
uh, when when this uh, infiltration of the good the good seeds with the evil ones or the patented ones becomes known, they're going after the individuals who are growing this, taking them to court and taking away their land. And so you have all of these things going on. Now you have Bill Gates, who's patented artificial fertilizers um, and then instituted programs in the different states and through the nation to make natural fertilizers illegal. Look at what we've got going on just with the creation of the food supply. And it's the major companies that are doing this. This is a means of taking control they say that they are being responsible. They say that this is a part of climate change. These are the things that we do to protect the environment. Think about that. Their way of protecting the environment is to take control of it and then wipe away the things that God implemented should take place on the planet. That doesn't make any sense, Sam. You just sit down and you think that through and you go, are you kidding me? What what, are, what reasoning process are you using here? Well, it does make sense when you understand their goal. See, if you think yes. that we're good people, which is the reference point that I have, is that I'm a good person. So therefore, by nature, I think other people mean well and they're good too. And I start to kind of think, well, maybe we disagree, but maybe their uh, you know efforts are good and they have a, a you know a, a good clean agenda. It, it's natural to think that when that's the way you operate in the world. What we need to understand is these people have an agenda, okay? And their agenda is satanic. There's no way to say this any different. I don't mean to be confrontational. I do mean to have reality, though. You either believe in God or you don't. It's either God's way or man's way, okay? There is no in-between. You cannot play games uh, about this. Either you believe in agency, freedom to choose for individuals, or you don't. Okay, in these World Economic Forum, people don't believe in agency, the ability to choose. They don't believe uh, in God. Primarily, it's a godless idea, this idea that we can depend on AI and trust in the arm of flesh and, hey, don't worry about elections, AI's got you. Well, these people have this agenda, and when you realize that their agenda is sinister, then everything that you kind of go, why would they do this? Or do they not understand? Or they not, don't they realize? Or you, know, you ask all those questions, or how can this be? When you understand their agenda, then you understand that all the things fit in place, okay? Their goal is to destroy the United States of America because that's the last bastion uh, of hope and freedom and liberty and prosperity using the supreme law of the land, chaining bureaucrats and professional lugooders down. Okay, they don't want that. They want you to trust them, and they want you to turn everything over to them, and they know what's best for you. And they literally believe in this, quote, um, world Economic Forum or World Governance or the New World Order or whatever words you want to use for it, the deep state, the shadow government, they really believe that somehow, and they don't believe in God, so their leader, I would have to say is Satan, they believe that they're kind of appointed to shepherd us all into this panacea of solutions or this holy grail of, of what they consider. It's the communist dream that's always been a failure, though. All roads lead to that reality check, Pamela. Yeah, you're absolutely right. This has been tried. These kinds of tactics have been tried throughout the history of the world. 
and they've never worked. You know, the things that work are the things that we've been doing. The historical record will document what truth and reality are for us, and that's one of the reasons why history is so important and why we maintain that and why we look at these young people who are tearing down statues and doing all these things and saying these people obviously don't understand uh, what it is that governs the world. But we want the rights of individuals to be met, the rights to to live, to to prosper in what you're doing. And that this whole thing that's going on uh, with the Davos organization, uh, the whole thing, it's all designed to give greater profit to the companies who are going to take control of the food supply, of the water supply, of the land. Uh, I'm wondering exactly when they're going to get around to taking control of the air that we breathe. But the intent is to bring all of these under the corporate mentality so a profit can be made from them. Very interesting statement made by a former uh, CEO of Nestle Corporation, which is one of the companies buying up a lot of the water supply. He said, um, much of the world has operated under the mistaken impression that it is the right of individuals to have water to drink freely. And he says, water like any other grocery product should be brought under corporate control and you should have to pay in order to have the water. When I read that the first time, I thought it can't possibly have gotten to this point already. If you have corporations controlling the water that you can drink and you can't get water to drink unless you buy it in their little plastic bottles, do you know what's going to happen in some of the poorer countries of this world? You're going to have people dying in mass. You're going to have mass death and then they're going to eventually use it to fulfill revelations, which means you won't be able to buy or sell anything. You know, when we bring that up, people think we're full of conspiracy theories, but I'll tell you, you got to study and pray. We'll come back and continue that theme with Pamela Openshaw in seconds. Promises of the Constitution.com on your radio. Matthew 24, 24 teaches us that the church is deceived today. Deceived Christians call themselves Judeo-Christians. Around 1900, Jews commissioned the Schofield Reference Bible, which transformed the Jews from Christian killers to the chosen people. Here's the truth. America is in the Bible. Revelation 21, our form of government came down from heaven. Verse 3, the many Christian ministers at the Constitutional Convention sought God's will. The God-given rights in the Constitution were ordained by God. America is the new promised land for Christian Israel, and Christians are the true chosen people. True Israel is Christian. Listen to Jesus, quote, my sheep follow me, unquote, and, quote, you do not believe because you are not my sheep, unquote. John 10, 25 through 27, the beast has transformed America into the woman mystery Babylon, Revelation chapter 17. For the complete Bible study, write to Christian Knuckles, P.O. Box 210813, Royal Palm Beach, Florida, 33421. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged 
on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, your passport to spirituality is prayer to Almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, ladies and gentlemen, the clear Christian God uh, of the Old Testament, uh, Jesus Christ, key as well. Uh, we got to understand this. The reason that you got to pray is to, to tether yourself to God and receive his revelation, revelations and, and guidance in your life. He can direct you. He can literally shepherd your path to safety, to stability, okay? And then you've got to study because you've got to understand what we're saying these people are saying is true, okay? They have a different mode in the media than they do privately. In the media, they're like, hey, the world ain't gonna make for them. We're just trying to make sure that everybody's good globally, that we have enough water and health and food and for everybody. But when you study what they say and promote and do, they're literally an enemy to everything we hold dear, primarily the sovereignty of the United States of America is at stake. And study reveals their real agenda is the point. And then you got to pray to know what you should be doing about it, Pamela. Absolutely. So as we talked in the last segment, um, the progressives are now taking control of the land, of the water, of the seeds, of the fertilizer, but they're also taking control of the actual food. They want us, for instance, to start eating insects and bugs instead of uh, animal flesh. Uh, Bill Gates has created, um, he has something like 100 patents up right now for consideration to create artificial meats, artificial dairy products, wants to foist these on the American people. Um, We also have a, a lot of screwy things, if you'll pardon me for just saying it that way, things that don't make sense that they want to start growing uh, fruits and vegetables on styrofoam. I've I've been reading just a little bit about that, and I'm saying, uh, gee, that one is just really ridiculous. But they want to take control of the food. And once they do that, then we won't have the option anymore of being able to have the kind of food we want. So we've talked about that in this program, that you pray for help and that you study. You study, learn what the progressives are trying to do. I've tried to depict that clearly in my book, The Great Conflict, Conservative versus Progressive, as we've traced it throughout the culture. In that book, I demonstrate not only the progressive ideas, but the conservative ideas and give you a contrast to those. And you want to study the things that God has appointed. You want to study um, all the benefits that are available to you by following the processes that God follows. After you've studied that, so you have a clear understanding of it, then you want to take action. You want to grow food on your own property if it's at all possible for you to do that. You want to become self-reliant. You want to have food set aside and on hand. You want to have water set aside on hand. If you have individuals that are trying to take control of your life and our culture, 
by denying you the things that you need to stay alive, then you need to have those things on hand. So while you're accumulating books that will help give you knowledge and inspiration on this topic, also accumulate the food storage, the supplies, any equipment that you're going to need. Have that stuff on hand. Make make that a part of what you're focusing your time on and what you're spending your money on. I want to give you an interesting for instance, and I want you to respond to it because, man, I work with people every day, all day on this kind of stuff. And we had a conversation with somebody the other day. I won't say who or the details or whatever, but we're like, hey, you know, they lived in a very, very populated area of the country. I mean, super populated. And it was like, hey, you know, what if something happens uh, like a nuclear event or an EMP or something significant happens in your area? You know, do you have food storage? Do you have water? Do you have the ability to, you know, flee? Do you have, and this person literally said, no, we don't really have any of that. You know, if it gets that bad, I I guess we all just go together, don't we? And they had this kind of attitude like, there's nothing we can do about it, just give up already. I can't understand that point of view. I understand the point of view that says I'm going to do everything within my power, my authority, my scope. I'm going to study, listen, learn, pray, work, and then I'm going to basically do my very best, and then I'm going to turn to God for the rest. And I'm going to have hope and faith that God knows who I am. He put me on this earth for a reason, and he's given me a lot of authority and latitude as a sovereign under God to make choices and to take action and to strengthen God's kingdom on the earth and do all the things that are right. And then I believe if I do all that he's asked me to do, then I can drop on his power with confidence that, you know what? Yeah, I might die if it's my time to go, but I may not. And I may have more of my mission to perform on the earth under God. And so I better make sure that I'm prepared to let those miracles happen to do so. What do you think? Oh, I agree with you. Individuals who say, well, I guess we'll all die together and I don't know what we'll do under those circumstances. I wonder if those individuals have ever really gone hungry. That would not be a pleasant thing. It would not be um, good to see your family members struggling with those kinds of things. And so just as as a form of your own natural preservation – you would want to have those things on hand, but but you want to know you want to not only have the supplies that you need on hand to keep yourself going for a while, so that you can find other resources, so that you can find other individuals that can help you, so that you have some ideas in your head for what you could do. If okay, we don't have any energy now, what can I do to help uh, cook my food? Um, where in my house can I put? Uh, needed things so that I have them when I need them. But you you want to develop this feeling of self-reliance. It's just what you're talking about. Yes, if I'm faced with a crisis, I will have the ability to step forward and act in that situation. So I'm going to give myself a backdrop of things to support and sustain me and my family when that point in time comes. And then I'm going to have studied this process, studied these philosophies, so I understand what conservative is, so I understand what progressive is. So I understand what's happening in the culture. You want to do all of these, these things so you have this readiness inside of you so that you can go forward with that. I, I can't understand anybody that wants to just accept that, step back and let that happen. It, all you have to do, Sam, is start buying a couple of extra cans every week and then find That's a place right. to stick them. Or when they put applesauce or whatever it is you really like to eat on sale at your local grocery store, go buy a case and stick it under the bed. Have something that you can use for your family to sustain yourself. To me, I believe it's a sin if you do nothing and just say, hey, 
let them kill us all and let God sort them out. You know, I believe we have a, a we need to have a desire, a struggle for an appreciation for life. Uh, and that pro-life view is what I'm looking for. I don't want everybody just to die and let God sort them out. I, I want to have life and I want to do what God wants me to do with my life. And if he wants me to advocate, advocate for liberty, I hope I go after it like nobody's business. Uh, you know, I hope yeah. I'm uh, in a rowboat and take the tartar sauce with me. I'm, I'm hoping for success here. And I think it's our <laughs> duty to be positive and hope for the success, right? Well, yes, if you don't do that, then how, how, do, how can you say that you've assumed responsibility for who and what you are? If you know that these kind of evil things are going on on the globe, then you, you look at that and you say, okay, how can I protect myself from these things? How can I understand the philosophy that's leading them? How can, what, what's the philosophy that I want to hold to? What are the things that I want to become? How do I want to lead my family in this situation? How do I want to have an influence for that which is good in the society? And then you set about working to bring all of that about. I mean, gosh, you can do so many good and positive things in the world, Sam. Look at what you're doing with running this radio station. You're, you're bringing information to people on a regular basis every week so that they can understand the kinds of good things that they can do. I've tried to do the same thing with the books that I've written that are available on my website, Promises of the Constitution. I mean, there are a lot of us out there that are just really trying to help people with these things. Let's assume some leadership. Step forward. Uh, make the world a better place become lights that we can encourage other people to do the same thing i just i am so with you on that sam i am so with you on that i testify god's in his heaven he is real he is not a deist he has not forgot about us he didn't set the watch uh, wind it up and walk away he is intimately involved in the details of our lives and I believe in his son, Jesus Christ, who literally died on the cross and was resurrected. He is the author of eternal life and says, come follow me. You know what? There are many mansions prepared and, and I want you to be with me. And he's given us guidelines and, and mile markers to do that very thing. And I hope we can all be on that quest, that path. And we reject the arm of flesh and reject the world economic forum and reject those who would destroy liberty on the altar of what? Their agenda? Uh, them being in charge, them being the, yeah. the gods, them being, okay, that is a satanic plan that denies agency. This is an agency versus force discussion. And I, for one, stand for the agency that God gave us and that we are sovereigns under God Almighty and the government should serve we, the people. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, we have a general sovereignty. We don't have the individual sovereignty to do whatever the heck we want anytime and just uh, whatever. There's There's contracts with the people constitutionally and everything uh, but we need to understand this we the people are in charge and the state of the nation only follows the state of the family if families are doing well that's the fundamental unit of society the country will do well if families are suffering the country is nothing but a mere image of that reality check and the only answer so, the only way back is god family and country pamela i i agree with you if you look at the leadership cycles the leadership positions it's first of all i will lead myself then I will lead my family, then I will lead my community, then I will lead my city, then I will help lead my nation, my county, and then let that blow up to the federal government and let's convince those who stand in leadership positions for the nation that we want liberty, we want freedom, and we want the conservative values that we've always lived under. And I need to serve those around me. I don't need to lord over anyone. 
And that's a fundamental understanding that we need to get across. You want to learn more? Promises of the Constitution.com. Pamela Openshaw, thank you. We'll have you back soon. Thank you, Sam. I enjoyed it. Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Donate liberally, would you please? It's the only time we believe in liberalism, you know? All right. We, we need angel investors to carry out and grow our work. That's for sure. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Yeah.